0: Welcome to the Love Cars On The Grid podcast, your global motorsport roundup with me, Tiffany Dell and Paul Woodman.
1: Welcome to Love Cars On The Grid, your global motorsport podcast roundup. It's Monday the 19th September, a very momentous day here in the UK and throughout the world as well because we just witnessed... Well, a very moving tribute oh, to Her Majesty I the Queen, uh, Elizabeth
0: II. Some Brit- some people out around the world might think we overdo it, but I'm, I was so proud, and you know, to be British and the, the way they handle that. And I think you know, we do pomp and uh, and symphonies like that. We do it so well, and you know, it was it was amazing, amazing day. Maybe might have gone on a bit long for some people, but you know, the crowds lining everywhere. Right. Yeah,
1: I thought they'd brilliant yeah I did as well I don't think there you can use the word highlights reel for a for a funeral but I would (laughs) like to see a condensed version of what happened I'm sure sure there'll
0: be many on the (laughs) television but and I think you know I think we all sort of forgot what a magnificent queen she was you know we all took her for granted for so long but I think that's what a lot of people wanted to go out and be in the streets because you know it's been the most amazing you know 70 years and when you think what the you know the we came out of World War Two when she you know was, was crowned queen. We've gone right through, you know, so much since then. Um, yeah, I thought they did it really well. And Thank I you. was very proud, very proud to the yes, Union flag. Sir.
1: Yeah, me too. Um, and for those that aren't into the Queen, yeah, know, that, that's fine, yeah. but, uh, but we respect everybody's opinion on him. We each really their own. Each Always the each own, their own. And in terms of motor racing, um, there wasn't that much going on. Of course, there's no Formula One, they've got a, a three week break, but there's motor GP. Um, the
0: exciting stuff we'll talk it about later. It was
1: exciting, yeah. yeah, really good. Uh, both Tiff and I were racing our own little fun racing worlds, which we'll come on to <laughs> as well. Um, there was Motor 2 Motor 3 um, what else was there there was nascar, NASCAR was,
0: always nascar
1: yeah, was was pretty, pretty drama, plenty of drama in nascar we, we keep on uh, highlighting it but i think Tiff, before we go on what i want to do is talk about Formula one we mentioned this last week we're going to go through each team until and and, yeah. and, and and discuss the lineup because it's just a ridiculous uh this whole colin herter um thing that's been going on about the super license yeah he's won seven indy cars races he's uh, yeah he's a he's a brilliant driver clearly he's one of the world's best drivers. And he's not allowed to race in Formula 1.
0: Bless him. He's come out this week and said, you know, I didn't want to be a special case. You know, I want the rules to be written better, you know, which is correct. That must happen. They must put more uh, points to to IndyCar. Um, But, you know, to be robbed of a chance like that, you know, it's pretty tough to take. Um, You know, it's not because he was buying in with millions. You know, it's one. I mean, wanted him, you know, and they wanted him. He might not even be debated to be the best, um, you know, American driver. Nugarton maybe even better. Um, so, there's a couple of other American drivers, and we'll talk about one that's in Formula Two later when we, when we look at who might take the seats available. Um, and look, we'll also look at first, though, you know, who um, doesn't deserve their seats, maybe. But yes, there's a little bit of, um, I don't really know, I'm not behind the scenes, but you get the feeling that the FIA and F1 is a bit of a. You may own Formula One, Liberty, but you're not going to tell us, you know, how to run our races and you're not going to tell us we have to have Andrettis and Americans and, you know, that's it. We had a bit of pushback to America going on at the moment, which I think has got to have a bit of a, a back, backroom theme going to it, you know, to say we only need 20 cars, we don't need Andretti, and then to sort of say, we you know, we don't need Colton Herter because he hasn't got enough points and we're not going to change the rules just for him. Um, even that, I mean, that's. I think on that sort of rule, there should be a force majeure. There should be some sort of oh, common sense. But anyway, can they not there I,
1: I think I think I said Colin Herter. I'm so sorry, Colton, yeah, Colton. Colton. <laughs> I, of course I know your name's Colton Herter. Um But it's it's something's got to happen because that's just ridiculous. They've got to rewrite that rule. Um, but in terms of the teams for next year, confirmed. That there's some obvious ones. Yeah, same the, There are some
0: places opening up.
1: there yeah. are some places
0: opening up, and. Um, I mean, we just looked through the teams. I mean, obviously, Red Bull, you know, Max Verstappen just had a magnificent season. and But, you know, Checo, Perez. And, he shouldn't stay. He shouldn't be well, there, oh, Why, my know. very humble well, opinion. Got, well, I agree, but who are they going to put in? It's like Max destroys whoever they put beside him. Um
1: it, it but needs a, a young teamship. guy. It's a team, and you need your teammate to help you with the strategy. Well, Max doesn't, but, <laughs> but you should have your team to help you with the strategy. You should have that one-two or somebody. Or two. Well, maybe Yuki. Maybe Yuki had done a bit better. He could have been promoted. They're just right
0: at this moment, you know. Red Bull haven't got anyone else that's mercurial talent. We'll come to that a bit later because I've got a list of the uh, Red Bull Academy: Iwasa and Lawson and Hauger and Darugula. Um but no, so Checo, Checo will have to stay and try and go a bit quicker, Checo.
1: Okay, well, he's penned in to do an extension until 2024. Max is is uh, got a contract until 2028. So uh, I think they want Max to stay at Red Bull. Not that a not, not the, not the contract means much, but uh, these days. but Lewis and George, they both signed up until, I think George, um, some sort of special deal, but they're signed up for another year as well. Very, um, that's, a, that's the best pairing. I mean, they
0: are the team with two number ones, really. I mean, George maybe got a little bit to learn still, but in speed and stamina and effort, I think that's a great pairing. Yeah, uh, but Ferrari, he's of course, is still second in the, in the men. I was going to go through manufacturer's order. Yep. We Go got got Ferrari, to
1: the Let me just mention George, because of all the races he's finished, he didn't finish uh, Silverstone, but all the races he's finished, he's finished in the top five. That is yeah. what you want from your... Uh, yeah. So, Ferrari, yep. Uh, so, both the boys have signed until the end of 2024. Um, again, it's a funny pairing, because Charles is a lot stronger, um, but yeah. the, uh, Carlos seems to sort of have the pace once in a while, but he's a little bit more erratic. And but I always
0: point really out, out that, you know... Um, um, uh, Lando, Lando really was quicker than uh, Carlos when they were together. So, mm. you know, I don't think Carlos is a brilliant. I think Carlos, Carlos is maybe slightly better than Perez um, and sort of will be in there for another year. He's doing a solid job, probably doing a slightly better job than Checo. So we'll give Carlos the sort of, we ought to be scoring him out of 10. So Max is a 10, you know, I haven't actually written these stories, but say Max is a 10, Checo's a 7 and Charles is a No, he's not 6.5. All right. <laughs> Charles is a nine and Carlos maybe an eight, you know. And then we go down to Mercedes where they're both nines or even tens. I remember mean, we give Lewis a ten and George a nine. And then fourth at the moment, of course, it was a big drop. The battle for fourth is Alpine. And there, of course, you know, you've got the first team and a bit of a conundrum for next year as, as Mr. Alonso decided um, there's a lot more money down the road at Aston Martin. I think he might regret yet again moving to another team because I can't see Aston catching up that much.
1: So, um, who's going to join Esteban uh, Ocon?
0: Who,
1: well, uh, well, we'll come, I've got the sort of names left. We'll come okay, back
0: to that. Okay. So, that, that is one space we'll discuss when we come back. Okay. Ocon, I still don't know about Ocon. I still don't know whether he's a seven or an eight or a nine. Um, <laughs> I really don't. He has moments. So, against Fernando, you know, this a moment. He's, he's sort of held on. He's only sort of a tenth behind. If Alonso out qualifies him, it's only a tenth. He's close to Fernando. Um I'm I'm giving an eight out of ten for But a it's
1: not it's not about one qualifying lap is it? Let's be fair, Tiff. It's about racing and, and Yeah he
0: races racing. well, he races well. You know, yeah. I think he's you I mean, know French team. Not against, against, him. Team. Not
1: against no? him at all. No, not at all. And, and like but he said, will have a
0: new teammate, which will be interesting next year to see how that works out. McLaren, of course, you know, we've got Lando. He's a nine to me, Lando. I think he's got all the tricks. If he ever got into a Ferrari or Red Bull or a, or a Mercedes this week, or if they get the McLaren going. It just worries me that, you know, McLaren won't ever quite be on that pace and that Lando won't however long. I don't know how long he's contracted to stay at McLaren, but he until just needs...
1: He's there until the end of 2025, and I'm with you. It would be lovely for him to have a shot. One Red
0: Bull could maybe look at that, you know. I mean, yeah. there's
1: always a contract that can be bought out, you know. Yeah. I
0: mean, Lando supporting Max, I mean, what a powerhouse that would be, you know.
1: But it'd be a clever so, thing to do for P- the PR guys as well, because getting, yeah, there's a huge British contingency that would support yeah. Red Bull, because at the moment it's all a bit, oh, it's Red Bull, well, because, yeah. because they've gone off Christian yeah, Horn a little the, bit, and also yeah. Max a little bit.
0: There's been a bad patch, been a bad <laughs> patch between the British fans and uh, the Dutch fans, still have a go on Twitter. I had, to, I had to unfollow another one that was just obsessed with me being a racist, supremist, white living, even though I thought I don't know what he was on about, but you know, oh. Gordon bet there
1: are times. Oh, like, online is the most <laughs> bizarre place to hang out, isn't it? Sometimes it's lovely. I've only, you- I've only <laughs> ever
0: I've only ever unfollowed two. I've only ever deleted two because <laughs> they just bang on with this constant attack and <laughs> But, but, but what I point out we're now praising Max is, oh, you have to now. Well, you have to now. Oh, yeah, but you called him arrogant three years ago. Well, he was he arrogant was.
1: three years ago. He was unbelievably <laughs> arrogant. He's found himself. He's matured <laughs> so much this year. And I think because that pressure's just been taken off because he oh, hasn't man. really been, other than the first right. couple of races with, with uh, Ferrari and Charles,
0: So if you're listening, whatever
1: code name you're under, you know who you are. Back off. (laughs) Sorry, I interrupted you there. Um, So how do you think Lando's going to fare against Oscar Piastri? Because, of course, he had an amazing uh, outing last week at Monza. I don't know how much testing they've given
0: Piastri. He's had the Alpine testing, hasn't he? So he's had quite a bit of mileage in a a year-old Grand Prix car. It's so hard to tell. I mean, mean, you just... Because you haven't seen him race for a year, you sort of forget how good he was in Formula Two. And I can't remember the battles he had in Formula Two or who he was battling with, but I know he dominated the championship. But he's going to be 0.3 off, you know, Lando. I can't see him just coming straight in and being that close to Lando in the first year, but I
1: wish him well. You know what? This is the most bizarre thing. I just Googled it. Lando is five years younger than Oscar Piastri. He looks, he looks no. at the same age, or older, even. But uh, How old do you think Piastri is? He's 27. No. You've got but, uh, Nick de Vries mixed up. Oh, yeah, no, I have surely. got Nick de Vries mixed up. <laughs> I'll find out. You keep talking. Yeah, we'll uh, keep talking. We've got, I've got, yeah. <laughs> no, he's about 21.
0: He's about 18 or 12. I don't know. He's very young. <laughs> so that's McLeod. Alpha Man, And there's a team, I don't know, with their Ferrari engine. And the trouble is, I'm not. But the I mean, Valtteri Bottas is an eight. You know, he,
1: so actual, he's how was Vautrin boss has an eight? How is that possible? Give, Where seven, how are you scoring this? Are you, are you scoring against me? Are you saying <laughs> that I'm the zero and, and Max is the ten? No, he's solid, Valtteri, He's solid. But you know, he, can you imagine that? He's alpha? not terf, He's never an eight. Look what he did for Mercedes. He's never a seven. Ever an seven.
0: Eight. Are you happy yet? Mm, six. But if I was running Alfa mayor, I'd be looking for a hot shot because I think voucher's making Zhao look good. I mean, Guan Yu Zhao to me. Is not much better than the Latifi. I think that Alpha with that Ferrari engine, it might be a rocket ship. but if you can make that Alpha go 0.3 or 0.4 quicker, if someone could be bothered to look at all the qualifying and see how many more places up Alpha might be. Um, so, I mean, Valsh is on top of my 200 Grand Prix, and you haven't been a world champion, you quit. But still, that's my basic rule. And <laughs> once for the, you get to 200 Grand for, for five years as well. Yeah, so that's a, an Alpha. So, I go mean, out. Should, you should, you should, you should, as I said, I think he's more of a Latifi than a superstar, but he's obviously going mean, to enjoy He'll be in for another year. And there's obviously some Chinese backing. Nobody ever tells you how much money's changing hands. <laughs> from, um, but there must be some Chinese backing, I would have thought. But again, it's when we get to over the page, you know, who is there to take those places? Colton maybe?
1: maybe. Oh, by the way, Oscar um, Piatti is 21. So I think there'll be yeah, a lovely Logan. romance there with... Uh, how old? Uh, how is, How was is little Lando now? 22, 21, Do oh, okay. you think there'll be a bromance? Do you think? Do you think? Because because Daniel and Lando they're both
0: they're both British and Commonwealth drivers. If if Nessie's a, you know, wants to leave the Commonwealth, I don't know Piastri's political views. Um, and Ahas, has has K Mag actually been confirmed for another year or not? Ahas? has I'm, I'm not sure he's actually definitely in, is he?
1: Yeah, I think I think. It's official, isn't it? It is. It is, is it? They have, but Mick, yes, he has. Thing, the
0: other big, guy, Mick Schumacher, is still. He's had a good second half of the season, Mick, and he's got closer to K. Mag than the beginnings first half of the year. But I think, I think he's. I mean, you know, I think he's had his had enough of a chance. You, he's you, done you, you, very you well the last few races, in. though, yeah.
1: hasn't he? He's done very well. He's, he's he's kind of redeemed himself a little bit. Just when it's contract talk, he's uh, mm-hmm. he's come up with the goods. Okay, well, you're going to give him another year then no okay. <laughs> like, but, but this is the question who do you, this is the multi multi the million pound question who do you get in instead of him yeah, who is it i have on my next page okay, I have okay. the candidates for okay, you okay
0: great um, that's Haas, we don't know alpha Tauri, then so does gasly stay or does gasly go so that's something we can't decide until we know what cuz the funny thing is whereas um uh, you know christian horner said it's only herter or nobody else to go and otherwise Gasly can't leave Helmut Marco is now talking up De Vries. so we'll come to that later but okay. De Vries of course is a Mercedes um, contracted uh, reserve driver but we'll come to that so obviously there's a place there that's the big key to all the moves is whether Gasly is allowed to go to Alpine or not Gasly I still think I don't know. He's had such a disappointing year this year. When you think how good when he first got demoted to AlphaTauri, didn't he? he? Was right up there in qualifying fifth, wasn't he? Mixing it with them. I think he was sort of ahead of whoever was in the. I think he was ahead of Perez sometimes, wasn't he? In the AlphaTauri. I still think Gasly is a sort of an eight or a nine, even. But I think he's just been a bit held back. Oh, not you again. You're real. You're harsh on your point scoring,
1: aren't you? How can you give Lewis Hamilton a nine and and Gasly a nine an eight? I gave or Lewis nine? a ten. I gave Lewis a okay. ten. All right, it's just they're not on the same level. I mean, even with the even with the same car or different. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I L- think. Let's, let's be might fair. Have some, let's be fair. They're all tens, really. They're all <laughs> exceptional, unbelievable <laughs> drivers. But but we can afford to be a little bit critical because it's our little podcast. that we get. Uh, but they're, uh, they're all unbelievable drivers. But Yuki, and, the Yuki's a bit of a mixed shoe bag. Yuki, I don't know a Yuki. I mean, again, there's
0: obviously the Japanese money, the Honda there for the money, yes. the wonga. Um but it, you know, he's been almost out qualifying Gasly, I think, more often than not. Although, with all these grid penalties, you know, Yuki, I think, got through to the final to uh, Q3, didn't he? At Monza, they didn't let him out of the pit, so you don't really know how well he could have done, because you're going to be at the back of the grid anyway. Um, I think Yuki's just about to deserve another year. And yet He always makes these silly mistakes that in FP1 or, or FP2, he's often found off the road. There, oh, Yuki's off somewhere, you know, and getting back on the track and and yet he seems to race really well. He gets his head down in the races. Um, so I'm 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 voting Alpha Tauri keep Yuki. But then if Yuki and then they get another rookie in, then Alpha Tauri, bit anyway, we'll get to that.
1: Well, why doesn't Max Verstappen go and drive for Alpha Tauri? He'll still win anyway. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> and there you go, Red. Bull. Well, but it is
0: funny the the difference between those two teams because everyone used to accuse AlphaTauri you know 3 or 4 years ago of copying Red Bull you know when well, you've got the Red Bull designer in the Red Bull team you've got Adrian Newey helping AlphaTauri you know the difference this year same engine between you know a Red Bull and AlphaTauri is massive which is rather strange you would have thought they would have helped helped out their sister team with some tips of how to make the car go around corners better
1: something something just you know a, a few tenths or something no no just to beat the others. And then, and, you know, just so they're, they're ahead of Mercedes and, and not maybe at the level of the Ferrari, because Ferrari, if they had the right drivers, would be, be competing against Red Bull. Yeah, but, uh, and I mean, the Aston, Martin. Williams, Aston, Aston Martin. Aston Martin, yeah.
0: I mean, dear, oh dear, where are they? You know, they're, they're <laughs> ninth in the, in the manufacturers and 13th and 18th in the driver's table at the moment. Um, no, wonder Vettel, just, no wonder Vettel said he's had enough. Oh no! Now, of course, you know they brought in another ex-world champion that you know obviously be faster than Lance. You know, for goodness' sake, ask them to bring in another young kid from Formula Two and then check Lance out to see if he's any good. Because it's easy now. Because well, of course, I'm slower than Vettel. Of course, I'm slow. They're world champions. I mean, Daddy's got to kick him out at some stage or the shareholders no, out someone no. else. Why
1: should he? Why should he? It's his father's team. Why should he be kicked <laughs> out? Good for him. He's, he's, good living, the he's living the dream. No, he's living, he's living the dream. There's plenty. We've, we, we're going to discuss it now, but there's plenty of space for these young, up and coming rookies. So let's...
0: How many years has Lance Stroll been a Formula One? He must be getting up to 200 Grand Prix himself.
1: Yeah, it's not him. I mean, he's, a, he's turned into a very good driver. I'm not saying he's the best by any stretch of imagination. He's a, me... he's a yeah. six. He's a six. But Aston Martin are, are pretty awful, let's be fair. We've no idea. Well, he, I mean, yeah. Seb was
0: having a bit, I mean, Seb occasionally qualified, well, raced quite well, but you know, maybe wasn't trying. You know, he wasn't giving it his all. Let's face it; he already had retirement in his brain. I mean, Seb was already already down to a seven or an eight this season because he, you know, wasn't going for it. That's the great thing about Alonso. Alonso almost remains a ten. Yes. The effort he puts in, whoever he's driving for. But I think he's gonna have yet another disappointment apart from his bank balance, of course, when he drives at Aston Martin next year. Because I think, because they were getting the Alpine, the Alpine's been, you know, getting knocking on the door, but it's you know, it's fourth in the in the manufacturers now. It's interesting to see they've actually got a new floor. And they've actually said, poor old drivers expected this, you know, we're gonna have a massive increase in downforce they got a new floor. I've never seen a team quite so gung-ho describing <laughs> what the new floor is going to to do to their car. And then running around at the back, we've got poor little Williams. I don't think the Mercedes isn't the best engine this year, so I think maybe, you know, who's got Mercedes? McLaren, I think maybe a, a dropping behind Alpine. I think the, the Mercedes engine is good. Uh, Aston Martin, of course, Mercedes and Williams are two bottom teams, both Mercedes engines and, you know, maybe Mercedes in the Mercedes is, you know, up to the Ferrari and Red Bull power. But obviously Williams is great. I mean, Alexander Albon, you know, it's been fantastic to see him back and doing so well. Um, and then this Nick De Vries story, which leads us on to, you know, who's going to take the seats for next year. Um, but Albon, Albon's a good eight. You know, I think he's a really good driver, better than... He's, he probably did the best. He was probably the best Max Verstappen teammate, um again he didn't qualify that well We raced really well I mean, there's two races he could have won in, could have won, in yeah. brazil and um austria when lewis put him out both times um so i'm a big fan of alexander Albon, even though he's now gone as a tie flag he's a tie flag he's a tie man
1: <laughs>
0: so next year so this is the thing about next year so it starts with the and this, it's always the academy drivers and I, I get annoyed when they sponsor academy drivers and then dive off and get Nico Hülkenberg, because he's experienced. I'm a big yeah. Nico Hülkenberg fan. Or even Ricardo. you know. Well, let's have Ricardo back, because he's experienced. And yet, Nick De Vries has come in, and everyone said, what a fantastic job. But he's not experienced. He's a kid that we all knew had the talent. He was at eight, seven years ago. Um, but he never got into a Grand Prix team, because they all said, well, we need an experienced driver. And it's, it's maddening to me, um, the point is about you know, 30 or 40 years ago, when I got my Grand Prix debut, you know, you, you got in because someone was injured. But of course, it's so safe now. Obviously, remember, remember, Grosjean, no, it's not fully safe. for Those will then say, I want people to die. Um, so Because people don't break their ankles or break their wrists in shunts anymore, these opportunities, so now you have to wait for a driver to get appendicitis instead. <laughs> um, or you have to wait for to get ill or COVID or something. You, you now get your break into Formula One, the reserve drivers. So he just, I mean okay, he was lucky, he'd done FP1 in the Aston Martin. One. Who did he FP1 in? Maybe Aston, I think it was. Anyway, so he had done Monza, you know, for Grand Prix car the day before, but it was a fantastic drive. Um, so why don't teams say, well, why do we have to get an experienced driver that will cost us 23 million or 50 million pounds when, when we can get him for nothing that can do the same same job? I bang my head against the wall with this. They keep on saying we have to experience drive, and then they keep on saying, Oh wow, look at Nick Defries. Yeah. You know, because you've got a Red Bull with this. We go back to Alpha. So say there is an Alpha Tower seat. So Red Bull have got these four Formula Two drivers. So they've got Iwasa, the Japanese kid, who's gone quick in the second half of the season. But he's ninth in the points because he didn't have a first half. I've got Liam Lawson. Now, Liam Lawson was the one I did think. Uh, he sort of had, he went through um, DTM and a Ferrari for Red Bull. We had a year out because uh, he was fifth in Formula Three the year before. Uh, but he's only seventh in the F2, hasn't had a good season there. He would have been a really obvious I thought you liked Jack Doohan, his Aussie counterpart. He's Alpine. Will you wait? Okay, We're okay, doing Red okay, Bull, okay, right? Okay, okay. We're going through the academies <laughs> to see that the team should be picking their academy drivers. <laughs> OK. So we've now got Marco talking about taking a Mercedes academy driver, Nick De Vries, and putting him in the Alpha Tower. Which is because then the four Red Bull boys are thinking, Well, boy, 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 us hands up. So Liam Lawson was the one I thought would go in there. But then Dennis Howega, the Dane, he's former three champions, 11th F two. Then you got Daruva, the Indian guy that's done three years in F three with three years in F two, and he's only sixth in the championship. So to be honest, they haven't got a real I think Iwasa could be in the other year's time, or Liam Lawson. But I understand Red Bull not wanted to break one of the Academy drivers even though I still think they should put Liam Lawson in. They won't. (laughs) Because they'll pinch someone else's protégé. So Alpine, they've got Jack Doohan. And also Ollie Caldwell in Formula 2. They've got two Formula 2 drivers. Ollie's had a terrible time, the British driver. He's 21st in the Formula 2. I can't see them putting him in. But this is where I really believe Jack Doohan. So he's an Alpine Academy driver that's been on pole for a run, two, three Formula 2 races. He's got the pace. Yeah. Um, Yeah, well, put him in. Um, because who else is Alpine going to put them? Alpine, they're all looking at Nick de Vries now. now. They're all amazed. Gosh, what a good job he did. Oh, <laughs> well, yes, yeah. we, we all knew he could do it. Um, there's a Sauber Academy. They've got Teo this a, a young French kid that looked really good but had a bad season f two. Well, he's second in the championship. He's second he started in the championship. Really well.
1: Exactly, yeah. yeah but he's
0: tailed off right when you want to be on pole and doing so well. Um, but he's a Sauber Alpha, so he could go in instead of Zhao, except Zhao's being Chinese money, he could go into the Bottas, as far as I'm concerned. But he's stuck with Sauber. Um, so then you've got Ferrari, they've got their academy. This is the interesting one with Haas, and maybe because Schumacher's also the Ferrari Academy books. But it's Robert Schwartzman, who's unfortunately a Russian, who had to become Israeli to get his racing license this year. Um, but he hasn't done much racing, he's just been doing... He's going to be doing FP1s, I think, in two I think in two of the next Grand Prix. So we're going to see Schwarzman, who was, um, he was second in the F2 in 2021. No, can't have been. Yes, last year, he was second in the Championship. So there, you know, Ferrari ought to give him a chance. Mick's had his chance. You can bring Mick back after a year of Schwarzman's worse than Mick sort of thing. Why don't they give these kids two years and then give another kid two years or something? So I'll be very keen to see Robert Schwartzman have a crack. Okay. So Nick DeVries is everywhere, and now mainly Alpha tauri looking. But of course, could go to Williams, who have a Mercedes engine. So Williams is quite an obvious second choice for DeFries. I'm sure he'd prefer to go to to, um, to Alpine or Alpha tauri or anywhere else. But the interesting thing with well Williams is this Logan Sargent, American kid. So here we've got American kid with, I think he's got to finish, I think he's like fifth in the F3 he's championship. Fourth in F2. Fourth, F2, 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 I mean. F2. Yep. And he has to keep the fourth place with one round left. And this is why I was going crazy about the stupid Formula 2 captain. So F3 finish at Monza. F2, the champion, was decided at Monza. They've now got to wait six weeks to Abu Dhabi Right in November, December, when you're negotiating contracts, you know, trying to get your deal for next year. And so Logan's got to wait until Abu Dhabi to make sure he finishes fourth in the Formula 2 Championship to make sure he gets two more points to get a super licence. So why drag the F2 on until then? Adding to the budget, the F2 teams are all going to go out to boom Abu Dhabi with the costs of it. They don't do these calendars with any brains in their heads sometimes, do they?
1: Well, it's, so, it's all for the entertainment, isn't it? Abu Dhabi... Um, yeah, the, the, It's the big yeah. end, isn't it, for Formula One? What so, say be? we lose four drivers. Say we lose Ricardo,
0: Vettel, Latifi, and Schumacher. Right? So, that's four out. So, we've got Oscar coming in, Piastra's one in. So, we've got three more who could make their debut. Um, well, Gasly, of course, maybe go to Alpine. So, if Gasly goes to Alpine, who goes to Alpha Tauri or Williams or Haas? So, I'm going to put Schwarzman in Haas. I'm going to put Sergeant in the Williams, and De Vries in the Tari.
1: Okay. Can we kick? You heard um, it here. First. Can we kick? Can we kick Bottas out as well and put no. someone in AlphaTauri? No. No. Okay.
0: I'd be with you on that, but we can't. So <laughs> like he's experienced. They didn't experience. No. Tr- he's so
1: flipping experienced. You wouldn't believe it. Nick De, Friis, Nick De Vries just proved, the 27-year-old, not Oscar Piastri uh, <laughs> who's 21, by the way, and, I, and you're right, I did mix him up, but um, uh, he's proved that you can come in and do it, and he did it. And, just, and to our Dutch fans,
0: please notice we're promoting another Dutch driver, <laughs> Nick De Vries. Uh,
1: Max Verstappen, we, we can't speak more highly of how. Oh, good that's because we have
0: to, to now. I was yeah. told
1: we're only doing that <laughs> now
0: because it's so, because he's dominating some of the
1: And you know what? It's nice to see him. He's humble now and he's, and apparently everyone, everyone that meets him says he's really nice. But he's good. Been, but and he, he came. Well, I've met him. I interviewed at the Monaco Classic. I had a chat with him. He's Such lovely. Place. An arrogant, spoilt little brat. Those first few. <laughs> Steady on
0: that. Steady no, on.
1: He was. He does how he came across to me. And yeah.
0: his overtaking manoeuvres when he didn't have the best car were pretty outrageous.
1: Yeah, I can. We'll come on to that in a minute at, okay. uh, Not kill Actually, I got a few people I want to.
0: Oh <laughs> no, not the Cater <laughs> bashing again Let's quickly move on we'll, come, we'll let you have your soapbox at the end of the show um, So anyway, interesting stuff. Let us know down below, comments so If you go to the YouTube channel, I always like it We have the YouTube channel live So you can put comments on Let me know what you think, what have I said now? Alpine gets Gasly, AlphaTauri DeVries, Williams Sergeant, Hass, Um Schwarzman Got it? Got it Meanwhile, last weekend, <laughs> MotoGP drama. I mean, the MotoGP season is building up to this amazing crunch because Ducati and uh, uh, Bagnaia Frances thought they'd blown it. He fell off three races on the trot, was all over. Reigning champion Guattararo was roaring ahead in the point situation. And slowly uh, but surely, uh, Bagnaia's been closing that gap but it closed big time than Aragon because Marc Marquez returned. I mean, we all want mercurial Marc Marquez back on his Honda uh, since his operation to try and make his arm because he can't, he can't have his elbow on the track at 300 miles an hour and use the throttle at the same time. I mean, the thing, the things they do on those bikes are just outrageous. <laughs> However, he had rather a big impact on the championship because uh, he qualified 13th, but it's just such a race. He got to 6th through the first two corners, They go round a right hand, he got the back stepped out on him, so he had to shut the throttle. And Fabio Quattararo went had a bad start, was right behind Marquette's. And when he had to tap off to hold the slide, which went straight into the back of him. I mean, a horrendous shunt. He's burnt all his chest where he slid down the road because the heat builds up. But they slide, it always looks a bit of fun, doesn't it, when they're sliding down tarmac.
1: <laughs> What's oh. happening?
0: The heat is building up with the friction. Um, he was so lucky not to get hit by anyone else as well. Um, so, Kwashiro was out on the first lap. Uh, and about three quarters later, <laughs> Marquez, now a bit worried about his, something was rubbing because so it damaged the back of his bike, was sort of, I think he was trying to sort of edge off the road to get out of the way and probably climbing with poor old um, the Japanese Takahaki Nagagami. Nakagami, and took him out as well. So he took out two riders on the opening lap and Mark retired. So that was three riders out of the opening lap. Um, and actually, to, to rub salt in the wound, Quattararo, when he was beginning to go, jump on the back of a moped, don't he could be taken back to the paddock. <laughs> he, he had a head-on crash with a moped coming the other way and got no. stuck. Yeah, fell off the bloody moped. Back, he had two crashes before he managed to get back to the garage to worry about his championship lead dwindling. But then the amazing thing, out front, again, it was a sort of a Ducati, again, were first, second and third on the grid. Uh, and it was Bagnaia led from Miller early on. But all the while behind him, there was this um, um, Bastiani, the Bastianini from Grassini, Won three races. Right at the beginning of the season, he won three or rounds. He always leading the championship early on. But he was tracking them down. And Jack Miller dropped back. And uh, Bastianini caught up um, um, Bagnaia. But now he's... A um, satellite Ducati, so you think they I mean team orders because he's caught up in the race leader, who's now trying to track down the championship at the end of the season. But of course, Bagna he's um, Bagna and Bastianini, the driving man. All these Italian names. Um, of course, he's got a chance of winning the championship as well. So he was a hell of them, caught him up, overtook on the last lap to take the win. So, so Ducati won too. Um, Sebastiani's so fourth in the championship. is second, now just ten points away from Quattraro and Alex Esparago, Espagro. I'm not very good at all these foreign names, I apologise to the bike fans. Um, he's third, he finished third in his, in his Aprilia and he's third in the championship, he's not out of it either, so it's still, It's so it's, what's Yamaha up front, then a Ducati, and then a um, Aprilia, and then a, a
1: um, satellite Ducati. You're better with the names than me, and quite interestingly though, Benaya is ten points behind Quattraro, as you just said, yeah. they've both been on the podium seven times, but uh, Benayas had six wins and Quattro only had three wins so yeah. I think there's just maybe a bit more consistency there and um, more finishes perhaps but, um, yeah. but it's, it's, it's tight at the top but it's between those three really isn't it I would say uh, yeah uh, of course I think mean, Bastianini he's, he's, um, he's got the factory ride next year <laughs>
0: he went a very friendly teammate if he loses the championship because Jack Miller's uh, off to uh, KTM taking Remy Gardner's place. Quite a bit of saddle swapping, Do you call it seat swapping or saddle swapping bikes. Because <laughs> we've got Suzuki leaving next year, so we're losing Suzuki, so we're losing, you know, some factory bikes. Um, so, yeah, Jackman is going to KTM. Because it's great to see Cal Crutchlow back. We always say we've got no British uh, MotoGP riders. So he, he took the seat of the... Um, who was it? Doviziono, who was retired. Andrea Doviziono. So he was in for his uh, satellite Yamaha, qualified 19th and finished 14th. He was actually the first Yamaha to finish because Quasararo um, obviously was out and he was heading the other two Yamahas. So really solid. His first race for a year, Cal. I mean, Cal's so much. You know, he, he does tests for the team, I think, he's a Yamaha test driver. So it was great to see a British rider out there again and finishing and do a good job. Sure. Um Moto2, a British rider, our British rider we hope might get to GP. Jake and qualified third, but fell back to sixth and then fell off on the last lap. Jake. Jake's another wonderful character. and Whether he's good, I can't see him getting in. We won't get a GP ride next year, so he'll have to do another season of Moto2. Um, it was a dominant win by Pedro Costa, our little favourite Moto3 rider. He had a, he's back on form. It's a shame he broke his leg, didn't he, doing quad biking or something? mucking about off-road in the middle of the season. So I think Acosta will be the dominant man in Moto3 next year, I'll imagine. Our three bits of Moto3, John McPhee qualified fourth, but finished 10th, dropped back. Um, whereas our vision tracked these two young British kids that the, the team's bringing into Moto3, had a quiet weekend. Scott Ogden qualified 23rd, finished 22nd. So he was qualifying like 15th earlier on. We thought Ogden might get into top 10 even. but He's faded a bit in the second half of the season. His teammate Joshua Watley had his best qualifying, 26th. Uh, but he and this uh, Spanish girl was out. So Spanish, the only, she had an all-female team in the garage as well. So it was the first Moto3 with an all-female team. Um, and she qualified 27th, right behind Joshua Wheatley. But they were both taken out of the first quarter by a Frenchman, Lorenzo. I guess you like the name. You like the joke coming up here. Lorenzo fell on. Uh-huh. He, he fell on them.
1: Uh-huh.
0: He, he fell on them. Falon. I don't know. I don't know um, how you pronounce. It. It's spelled F-E-L-L-O-N. Felon. Felon. Anyway, the Felon took them both out. Although Anna actually got up. She got up again and finished twenty-fifth. Um, so
1: wasn't it? Wasn't it in Moto Moto Three as well that I saw um, the most bizarre thing in the pits? Yes. What's going on? A Q two of the pits. It was. It was. Uh, I think it's Max Biagi, His team. No, no. The yeah. Was it Biaggi's, I don't. Know, it's the team owner. Yeah, and it was his it's team. A leader. It was a championship leading so kid. If you didn't see it, two of of his team um, went over to try and almost stop or hinder the bike moving. It was the most bizarre thing. Wait, was, wait, is that Biagi's team? You're accusing? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh,
0: was it? I didn't know which team. Yeah, two team, yeah. two opposition mechanics. Yeah. Because it's like a Formula One, but they'll go out. They want to go out with the track strike or go out to catch a, you know, a, a slipstreaming bunch. Yeah, literally, those two opposition team managers went over to the bike and then just literally
1: held him back from riding out to qualify. Fernandez, that was.
0: Yeah, it, he's the it, championship it, it,
1: leader. I think is he. I think yeah. he's right up there. No, I mean, it's he's just he's, he's mid pack actually, but still, but it doesn't matter. He's bizarre. So, he yeah, yeah, is. Sorry, he is. Yeah, he's he's. Uh, um
0: Google quicker. Google uh, quicker next time, will you? He's
1: mid pack. He's mid pack. He's nineteen. No. He is. Fernandez, 19th. Um, what website are you on? <laughs> MotoGP. <laughs> well, who's yeah. leading the Moto3 championship, then? Adrian Fernandez is has got 40 points for KTM. And uh, uh, Aizan Guavarara is winning with 229. Sergio Garcia, 196. This is moto Have we got the right name of the rider that was accosted? Yeah, it was uh, Fernandez. I thought he was one
0: of the championship leaders. No. Anyway, uh, don't, don't, whatever. Don't, don't question bizarre. my stats.
1: I've got Mr. Google in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> can, you, can
0: you imagine the, the Mercedes mechanic standing in front of the Red Bull garage to stop Max? I mean, that's what they did. They physically just tried to stop him going out to qualify.
1: But then, bizarrely, fair play to the mechanic because he's like, look, guys, you know, you get lost. And then one of the other guys came over a little bit confrontational. It's like, whoa, <laughs> this is bizarre. This really bizarre thing. So Moto anyway, so, they It's... That- Wonderfully entertaining
0: day of motorsport, although I was catching it up on, on Time 13 and catch up. Uh, same NASCAR last night. It was always NASCAR. It was actually midnight. It was the night race and the Bristol half-mile oval, uh, and they produced the 19th different winner. Wow. You talk about how many winners won Formula 1. It's in two, was it three? I can't count. Um, 19th different winner. This was Chris Boucher in a, in a Ford, a, a private Ford, Um, It was his second win. He's only won once before. And it was 222 races and six years since he had his last win. So it was a wonderful night for Chris Boucher. I mean, he's always been up there, you know, the top 10, 15 every race he's around. He's quick, you know, but he finally got the win after 222 races. Um, but the big stroke, of course it was this playoff cuts it was the last of the three races before they dropped from 16 down to 12 yep. so we lost the four riders the biggest um, casualty were two big casualties former chairman Kyle Bush uh, who wears his heart very openly and his Toyota engine blew up and was grumpy as he always is quite rightly too Um and his Toyota, t- Toyota had a terrible weekend. Bush's engine blew, and both Denny Hamlin and Christopher Bell were in chance of winning the race when they had um, power steering failures. So Toyota not a good weekend. The other big name to go out was pro Kevin Harvick. Because he caught far last week, and he had crashed the week before. So he, he was so low in the points, he had to win it. If you win it, you jump over all the people with more points than you. Um, and he was on track to win. He was in the leading so The last pit stop, he came in, and they didn't attach the front left wheel properly. And he drove forward and the front left wheel fell off. Um, what, a so what an
1: absolute heart-wrencher, isn't it, he, when that happens And the you.
0: other two, you had two men: Tyler Reddick, he crashed out in his Chevy, and his teammate Austin Dillon was out on point. So we lost four, it was down to 12, and then there's three more races, it'll be down to eight, three more races, down to four. And then the grand finale so
1: when's the grand finale is it anytime soon or is it sort of going to go on no we've got
0: seven races we've got three more three more will take it down to eight then three more take it down to four and then it's a one race best
1: out of the four takes the title
0: winner takes
1: all oh. so you were doing a little bit of racing um down at glory yes we were road, yeah or? we were
0: opposite ends of the of britain weren't we yeah. well uh, britain was mourning the loss of our queen <laughs> I was having a wonderful time at Goodwood, we had a lot of Queen's ceremonies. Oh, and, uh, Goodwood, by the way,
1: yeah.
0: Well, it is still Glorious I know that's the horse racing. Is that the horse racing? They it grab is, the yeah. Glorious Goodwood, but I use it as well. I hashtag it every time I do Goodwood. The 25th running of the race, I've done all 25 weekends. And Are you the only was, person who's ever, ever two, done all 25, too? Possibly, I don't know. But there aren't many of us that race every weekend. And I had a Cobra in the Saturday race. It was a bit of an unsorted Mark 1 Cobra um beaten by lots of others we finished about 15th but you know, just driving just driving around goodwood i mean it's just magnificent um and then did i have any, did general, you have any moments type. you're always by every corner's a moment right we got from 14th to 8th with my owner john spears very kindly owns both those cars and brings me into drive um but you know i was in the changing room with jimmy johnson you know i met jimmy hi jimmy and um Scott Dixon was there, the IndyCar champion. Well, not this year, but in the past. So I was child, met Scott and uh, Jimmy Johnson, great guys.
1: Tiff, now don't tell, this, don't tell this the wrong way, because I loved you so much. But did they know who you were? Of course Genuinely. they did. Because yeah, <laughs> their big mate, Dario Franchitti, introduced me and said, this is Tiffany Bell.
0: You must know who he is, don't you? I'm not sure they knew I was. But when I told them I'd done um, the Daytona 24-hour race with AJ Foyt and Darrell Waltrip, they, they were impressed with that. They've seen Top Gear. They've all seen Top. The world's seen Top Gear. Exactly. So it was, and the weather, of course, was sunny. Everybody walking around in period costume, clothing. Everyone smiles on their face. Rock and roll bands. I mean, just the drivers' salon was protected this year. There's a theme every year. This year it was a Egyptian. We had Tutankhamun. There's a camel in lying in the sand on your way to the drivers' changing room. And yeah, it's just, it's if just you've a fantastic. If you been weekend.
1: to Goodwood Revival, make sure you go next year. It is is the most fun car show on the planet. It's brilliant. And and the costume thing, you think, when you do it for the first time, you think, oh, it's a bit awkward. But every, you, 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 It's more awkward if you don't do it because everybody yeah. dresses up in period costumes. So uh, it's brilliant. Um, Meanwhile, you were up at the top of the world at Knockhill, Hill. Going mean, both brilliant. ways around the same track, which I was a bit confused by. But I have known <laughs> this is a rumour. They do that sort of thing in Scotland, and only in Scotland. So Saturday was clockwise, and Sunday was anti-clockwise. Catering Championship, uh, all five... Groups were there, Academy, Road Sport 270, 310 and 420. Caton Racing is amazing. Honestly, I can't, I can't, uh, it, it's got me hooked on, on motor racing and not just looking at Formula One on TV because the race is this, wherever you are in the race, even if you, you're not sort of right at the very front, as I wasn't, um, there's always something going on. There's always a race going on with the- someone to hit.
0: Oh, someone to hit. <laughs> I,
1: did, I did have a couple of little knocks on the, on, I wasn't competitive on the clockwise uh, um, day. I was down on power, I will say that, but that's my racial driver excuse. Um, But uh, so I started 11th, got up to 6th, safety car came out, (laughs) finished 11th, uh, finished 10th. So um, it was okay, average. The next day, anti-clockwise, which was crazy. So it's quite an undulating track. Is Is it a better track going the wrong way? It's hard to overtake at the best of times at yeah. Knockhill Hill because it's very, very tight. I don't know how they do super bikes and uh, um, BTCC around there. But, <laughs> but that's um, going clockwise. But is it best to overtake going anti clock? No, downhill is there. You've got one chance, really. That's downhill, the hairpin. Oh, if, okay. you, if you can brake quite late, as I'm quite good on the brakes, that's about my only thing. Yeah. starts on braking. Um, you can protect that inside line. So it's it's very, very hard to overtake. What about a way of coming up Duffer's Dip? That's a bit weird. is it? you have to change down to get the car to go up the hill because it's so steep? Yeah, you've got to change down to third to go around the left-hand of McIntyre's before you go yeah. up Duffer's. Um, and you, it's completely blind, so it's a very steep hill, a bit like Paddock Corner if you've been to Brian's Hatch. Very steep. So you have to look at a tree at the, uh, on the on the horizon oh, really? to get to understand where your line is. So it's uh, incredible. And second, what about the
0: chicane, which they come uphill to in the main track
1: yeah you literally again it's blind and if you get it wrong you land on the grass uh, a couple of guys got it wrong in front of me one guy literally went sideways another guy shot my windscreen out <laughs> because he landed on the grass and flicked a load of stuff mm. up uh, i was following the championship leader jeff we had a little uh, breakaway five of us in a little breakaway on the second race and uh jeff who is an amazing driver he's, he won last year yeah he's yeah championship now and he missed the gear. He missed the gear you know, coming out of the hairpin. I was a foot away from him. Boosh, so I'm accelerating, he missed the gear. Boosh. So my bonnet came up, or the, not the bonnet, on a cage of a Little nose. nose. I was like driving around, trying to look.
0: Trying Would it me. not fall off?
1: Did it stay on to the end of the no, road? it stayed on until the straight, and then and then mm. I was worried I was going to get the black and orange flag. Would that be
0: good? I'm glad you passed your odds test.
1: <laughs> black and orange to call me into the pits and say you got something hanging off, but it flew mm. off thankfully on the straight. So, but th- by that time I was caught up again. But I still finished six. Oh, and and also, I I had somebody got the back of me into their hairpin. But it was... Those things are I know. Are I've watched your oh, race. No. So, you know,
0: I've followed you last year. It just There's so many good races. It's just a brilliant series to join in as an amateur and just have some, just enjoy
1: the race. Was it your last round then? You no, no, we're going up to Silverstone. You're actually coming to this. You haven't been to oh, a I'm single not. race this season. That's I've been busy. Sacrilege. But I do, busy. I do have to say, I mean, throughout the whole championship, there's amazing, there's brilliant, see lots of different people winning. Um, well, not in the 420s. Lewis won all three races. But um, in the uh, road sport, which is where I race, on the day two, we had a brand new winner and a brand new third place. So we had James Cook, who's Mr. Consistent. He's always there. He won the race. So everybody was chuffed a bit. His first win ever. First win. He got, on, oh, he got third place at Snesden at the end of last season. So uh, uh, but he's always there or thereabouts. He's sneaky fast, James. <laughs> but then Mark Kendall had the drive of his life. It's one of the hardest places ever to uh, to overtake. He had a spin early, down to 21st place. He came to third his first podium as well so absolutely brilliant i think he saw a little bit of red mist i got a knock from him on the way through but we won't <laughs> mention that but um brilliant for, for those two, and brilliant for everybody that, that went there if, there you go Caterham racing Caterham you R- need R- to go and watch a gate race or even better try and do some of it um next weekend tiff do you want to say what's coming up We've it's mainly
0: by, it, a lot of by it. motor gp go to japan to continue this amazing ducati versus yamaha battle World Superbikes with um, Top res- in and Jonathan like <laughs> Um They're down in Barcelona. That's great. Big, the three names always at the front. You can go to Chile if you've got a passport. Apparently, there's um, some beach buggies, right? They're calling it the Copper Pre uh, Extreme Thing. Copper Mine. Apparently, They're going to a mine, but apparently mine. it's a mine that has sustainability it's got a it's a mind that demonstrates that is the zap word sustainability yeah so you can go watch that if you wanted, or i'm sure it'll be on a channel near you with two commentators taking turns to shout non-stop from the beginning to the end including driver changes (laughs) or not that, you know, just not my cup. You might love that. Um, NASCAR, the Texas Speedway, the one and a half miles beginning, as I said, the next three rounds round to, to cut the field down from 12 to 8. Uh, whereas back home, you can either go and watch the touring cars at Silverstone, unfortunately, the National Circuit, which I think is a bit of a silly circuit for those cars, or superbikes up at Alton Park. British Superbikes, again, they're coming to their um, knockout end of season system, which I'll, I'll find out after next weekend how they're... A playoff system works. It's similar to NASCAR, but not exactly the same.
1: Oh, I didn't. Tell but
0: have you, have you? I mean, that Silverstone National Circuit. I was testing on it just before the E type, before a Goodwood. We had a shakedown, so I went. I hadn't. I haven't driven around the National Circuit. I don't think for twenty years. And the tightness of that chicane. I mean, the hairpin to come onto the straight to go back to the beginning again.
1: It's horrible. It's a horrible. shame because you miss horrible, out. Horrible, cops, horrible. maggots. it's The most amazing corners. And well, you have to you nice
0: have to break course. diagonally across the road. You come out of cops, and of course, the touring cars all do track limits, so it's a nightmare for policing well, ha- track limits i
1: haven't told you this have i when i said i'm going to silverstone for the last round of the Caterham championships it's on the national circuit <laughs> not not back on the international sadly but I so you go okay through pops,
0: you do track limits then you come down you have to break across the road from right to left and then you have this really tight horrible air but you go down the straight and then you've got the brooklands he's,
1: going to, be thing. Going, he's going to be going for so, so some time here so uh, we'll leave now i'll have a chat with Tiff <laughs> about the tightness of uh, it's also so national, and we'll see you next week. Thanks for joining. See you Cheers. <laughs>